0: Hi there, this is Harry and I'd just like to spend a quick minute or two to introduce you to a friend of ours, James. His name is James Carney and he's a very experienced English teacher. He's a native English teacher, presently working in and living in Turkey. James has agreed to contribute some material to our cause and it's a great pleasure to welcome him. His first contribution is called Expressions with Wind. James is a very experienced teacher and we have been working with him now for some time. So I hope you enjoy this piece and there'll be many, many more to come in the future. Hi there and welcome to my podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you some expressions and some idioms using the word wind. So talking about wind with different kinds of idioms and expressions, a good way to begin will be to talk about second wind. This means to to have a second wind. For example, usually I start working and do some lessons in the morning and uh, then when it gets to the middle of the afternoon, uh, I get a little bit tired. You know, the day seems to be going a bit slowly, um, but then by late afternoon, maybe around four o'clock, I get my second wind. And so that means that I kind of get a new burst of energy a kind of an, a new energy so that I can then return with the amount of energy that I need to my work or, or to my tasks and you might talk about something like a, an athletics race and uh, you can see that one of the one of the runners in the race has lagged behind the other runners so he's actually a little bit behind the others and it seems that He's going to lose, he's he's certainly not going to win the race, but then a bit later into the race, he gets his second wind and he's able to catch up with the others and actually move forward and uh, lead to, to lead the race. And he's able to win the race because he gets his second wind. In this one, the expression to take the wind out of somebody's sails, to take the wind out of their sails, so it might be that uh, you're with your friends at work and um, one of them, you know, he's t- he tells you about how much money he makes. He's, he's making so much money. And then we tell our friend that uh, actually we all make the same amount of money as him. And uh, that really takes the wind out of his sails. It takes the wind out of his sails. It brings down his confidence Okay, before he's talking and he's kind of uh, he's he's boasting about himself. That means you know he's talking about himself, you know, in a big way. And uh, now that we've replied to him, he it takes the wind out of his sails, and he doesn't feel so you know so big, and he, he doesn't feel like he's so important. We bring bring his confidence down uh, to a kind of normal level again. Here's another one. So. In my area, there was a storm last night. There was a you know, a violent storm with with rain and hail and 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 really really strong winds and i I was outside uh, when the storm happened and so when I returned home, my wife greeted me at the door to and she found that I was there looking completely wet and uh, with my hair wind swept so looking windswept, my, my clothes and my scarf looking windswept, meaning that in a kind of a mess, uh, disordered, because of obviously the, the wind has blown my scarf and my hair all over the place so I'm looking windswept. And I took a walk, today the day after the storm I uh, went down to the seaside and I talk, took a walk at the seaside and I looked down and I could see the windswept marina and the windswept boats. That means that they've been sort of tossed around and moved around because of the violent storm where they're not looking straight and ordered like they, like they usually do but they've they kind, of, kind of moved and they've kind of got this messy disordered look about them. Another one would be Long-winded. So to, if something is long-winded, I, I'm trying to find um, the cinema uh, and I stop a woman on the street and I ask her, um, can you tell me how to get to the cinema? And she gives me so many details about how to get there. Uh, she speaks for a very long time and gives me a very long answer. When I only really needed a simple and short explanation of how to get there so she gave me a bit of a long-winded answer you know, unnecessary and unnecessarily long and and detailed and uh, we get this in we get this in books so I I remember when I was a child that I read The Hobbit uh, which is a classic fantasy novel that you may know and um, being a child I could read for hours and hours but then when I was much older and had become an adult I decided that I would uh, like to read it again you know I was curious what what would it be like to to read it again now that I am an adult and would I still enjoy it in the same way it was a story that I really loved as a child and so I picked up the book and I began the book and I found that the, the writer used about 100 pages just to describe the scene, which is a village, to describe the village and describe the villagers that live there, and and kind of tell you about their daily life. And uh, I thought this was a very long-winded way to write, uh, because it took maybe a hundred pages before there were there was anything, any real events or any real action started. So a bit a bit long-winded for me, and. Another one would be to talk about a world, a whirlwind romance, a whirlwind romance, and uh, this is when two people, you know, they get together and there's a romance, there's there's this intimate relationship that starts and progresses very quickly, maybe more quickly than um, than is is normal, and and maybe there's some kind of, maybe there's some risk in that, you know, not taking your time. really get to know each other, but uh, you know you a man and a woman meet and uh, they've only known each other for two months and um, they're going to get married in the next month, in the third month, and we would say wow this is a real whirlwind romance. Here's another one for you, so um, I have a friend and uh, this is a true story, he works for a university and told me that he's really not happy in his job and that at the end of the semester, uh, he's actually going to leave. He's going to write an email to the director and announce his resignation. He's asked me to promise that I keep it to myself to not, not tell anybody about this because he doesn't want his colleagues to get wind of the news. So to get wind of something, it means that there is, um, there, there is some news or there's some information and it comes to you it reaches you and somehow you get to learn about it usually through talk, usually because people like to talk and they like to gossip and you know, people make promises about about keeping things to themselves but they don't always do that and of course somehow his colleagues might get wind of the fact that he's going to leave maybe from me, maybe not from me, maybe from somebody else. And something else that's also about uh, gossip and and rumour and talk is the expression blowing in the wind. So where I live in Turkey um, in in this past week we saw on the news some video footage of the president, the Turkish president and he was was walking down some stairs and uh, in the video he appeared almost to be drunk Um, you know he was sort of swaying and and wobbling and he didn't look very firm on his feet and there is a rumour blowing in the wind Uh, it's blowing in the wind and that rumour is that he's really not well at all and that he has a a late-stage cancer but he doesn't announce this to the public it's a rumour it's something blowing in the wind and here's another one that um, Sometimes we use when we try to do things like for example, maybe you're trying to lose weight and maybe you've tried diets and you've tried running and you've tried um, changing the times that you eat and nothing is making a difference and it feels like you are spitting into the wind, spitting into the wind so of course, if you imagine um, you know you're you're standing maybe at uh, at the seaside and uh, and, and you try to spit down on, on, onto the sea and the wind is actually blowing towards you and of course it would just come back into your face and you know, it would be useless. So something that you're trying to do, but it's, it's really useless, it's, it's not having any effect at all um, and you, you, you feel, maybe you feel like giving up, it, it's just not working for you. So spitting into the wind. And here's another one, which is to put the wind up somebody. To put the wind up somebody. So maybe there's a there's a man, and um, he's uh, he started to drink a lot, and you know after work he goes to the pub, and and he's he's having a few drinks every night, and he's starting to come home very late, and uh, he's he won't wake, he's not waking up in the morning, he's he's late for work, and. These kind of things, he's you know, he's in a, a kind of a bad state, and um, he, obviously his wife is not happy about this, and she threatens to leave him. She says, "If you don't sort out this drinking habit, this drinking problem, I'm going to leave you," and that really put the wind up him. So it means that this has really given him a reason to be worried. It's really given him a reason to be quite anxious and quite concerned so to put the wind up somebody is when you do something or say something to somebody that gives them a, a quite a serious warning about their behavior and what the consequences will be if they don't change and that's all for this podcast I hope they were useful for you and I hope to have you on the next one thank you very much Okay, thanks for listening and join me again soon.